pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there and welcome to another Big Rab Show Podcast. How are you? Another week has rolled around and yeah, what a busy week it was. <laughs> Dang, so much happened this past week. So as always, it's been a busy week in the piping world. That seems to be... A bit of a catchphrase on the show at the moment. So, but yeah, we've got tons to get through on this week's podcast. So it may be a long one, but um, yeah, you may have clicked on this week's podcast for the first time. And if you have, welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you, covering everything in the bagpiping world, which is Celtic music, folk music, uh, Scottish trads, Irish trads, and yeah, our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming with, from the band scene and solo scene. That's what we're all about. And yeah, with each and every week, we introduce more people to what we do. And yeah, we noticed a bit of a jump in our numbers again recently. Now, I don't know why this seemed to happen, but our podcast has been listed recently on uh, Spotify and a lot of you guys actually have been listening on Spotify now I don't know what seems to be going on with the the rating figures and how that all works I don't understand technology mostly but it would appear that our Spotify listeners aren't getting counted in our listenership figures and then at the end of the month you get a massive big report to say oh yeah there's been like thousands of downloads on Spotify so hello all of our Spotify listeners (laughs) yeah it seems to be we kind of neglected all you guys listening on Spotify so yeah, for those of you who can't download and all of that sort of stuff, you can stream us through Spotify. For those of you who use Spotify, all that sort of stuff. So, hello, everyone on Spotify. Of course, we're on Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Pod- All Just everywhere you can get podcasts now. But the Spotify was a new thing that we introduced. And, uh, yeah, it seems to be strange whenever it comes to listening figures and everything. All the stats and figures you get. Uh, yeah, it turns out we weren't getting that report from Spotify, and then suddenly, bing, here's like, I don't know, thousands of listeners who've been downloading for ages, and uh, yeah, have never been reported on, so hello, everyone. Yeah, I'm I'm rambling now about podcasting stuff, which I'm sure is dead boring for you guys, but yeah, that's what happened recently. <laughs> anyway, it's been a dead busy week. Let's get to it. We've got so much news to get through, some of it good, some of it bad. We have to get through all of it. So, stick with us. Yeah, first of all, let's get through the domestic, shall we? Listener mail. Yes, we have an email account that you guys know probably by heart by now. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, we've been getting emails aplenty from you guys. Now, we're actually getting tons of suggestions for topic of the week, which is brilliant. Keep them coming. We love to see them coming in. Now, granted, as the season progresses here in the UK, we may find ourselves limited with time as we'll be covering each of the competitive uh, competitions in sequence and stuff. We'll be talking about them as they happen. So we will try and address your suggestions of Topic of the Week. Keep them coming. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. But one thing we've had a particular drought 
of his uh, voicemails. I haven't had a voicemail in quite a while. So, shout out to anyone who would like to send us in a voicemail. It would be cool to get some extra voices on the podcast. Uh, If anything, there will be some extra voices on the pod coming up very soon. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, get your voicemails into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. All you need to do is record them on your cell phone or whatever your audio device is of choice. And yeah, just share that audio clip with us. Just email it in. And yeah, you can be a part of the show. Ask a question, suggest a topic of the week, or even just to give your Jimmy down the end of the road there a shout out saying you hello there jimmy you know what i mean send in your voicemails would be great to have them all right also if you would like to help support the show there is no better time than to head to our patreon page right now because our first news story is kind of tied in with our patreon page yeah Fred Morrison came to Northern Ireland this past weekend. I'm sure you guys have seen that on our social media. We managed to hang out backstage with Fred. We managed to get a good interview with him and everything. It was just the best. Hanging out with such a piping legend. Getting to see him hit the stage, of course, which was just epic. Absolutely brilliant. What a show. Oh, my God. But then again, we knew it. Fred Morrison is the legend he is and can put on a blistering show. So, yeah. Tons of extra content from the Fred Morrison gig is up now on our Patreon page. So for those of you who would like to go and help support the show and get your hands on extra content, including Big Rab Show Plus, we've got two episodes up there already. Episode 3 of Rab Show Plus is coming up soon. Uh, So yeah, get to to see all that cool backstagey type stuff with Fred Morrison at the gig over the weekend. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, we spend some time backstage snooping about and possibly get to see the contents of Fred Morrison's dressing room. That's interesting to watch, but it's all up there on our Patreon page right now. All you need to do is click that support button and you get your mitts on all the extra stuff, videos and interviews and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, there you go. Exclusive for Patreon people. Yeah, plus we have a few more other Patreon exclusives coming up and we've got tons more to come as the season unfolds. So Patreon is where it's at. If you want to see all the extra stuff and footage and all of that things that we're putting together in the Rab Show that might, uh, will not reach our Fuse FM Bala Money Show, that will not reach the podcast here, it'll be exclusive for Patreon subscribers. So there you go. That's definitely worth checking out. And yeah, let's fly on. I've uh, got a, actually a bit of listener mail in. Yeah, I know I kind of skipped over this. Shout out to Chris Shepard who emailed us into Big Rab Show and he says, Hey Rab, it's that time of year again. What time of year again is that? He says, uh, the second Capital District Youth Pipe Band sponsored competition will be held on Saturday, May the 11th. Yeah, I remember talking about this last year. So there you go. That's rolled around quick, Chris, hasn't it? Yeah, so Saturday, May the 11th at the Celtic Hall in Albany in New York. Yeah. So it's like an indoor event that was held in February. It was just past there. I think we remember speaking about that as well. This event itself covers everything from grade 5 practice chanter events all the way up to drum pads. And of course all the way to open grades and professional grades. So definitely worth catching. And there's yeah, there's a sanctioned pipe band competition as well. Which covers from grade 5 quick march medley all the way up to grade 3 medley I think. So yeah, Chris has also attached the entry forms and stuff that you need to apply. But I'm sure if you were to look at cdyouthpipeband.com You would see all of the details on how to get your entry forms in. So there you go. Thank you Chris for that uh, shout out there. Of course he's a City of Albany pipe band piper. We know Chris. He's messaged in the show quite a few times. Thank you very much, Chris. That's much appreciated, buddy. Uh, so, 
yeah, that's coming up soon. Not a bad shout there, Chris. If anything, if you guys have an event or anything like that happening, we would love to hear from you. That's one thing that we love doing is promoting stuff on the show, like events and things. So if we do want to draw people's attention to a possible gig or fundraiser, stuff like that, give us a shout. Email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Come. Okay, speaking of a couple of fundraising events then that, yeah, bands have already got in contact with us saying, hey, Rob, we're doing a spot of fundraising. Well, the 26th of April, Scottish Fire and Rescue Pipe Band are hosting a race night. I think they'd done this last year and it was, yeah, extremely popular for them. Actually managed to raise quite a bit of money for Scottish Fire and Rescue. So, yeah, like every other band, they're doing a spot of fundraising and this is on the 26th of April. Tickets are 12 quid and can be got from any member of the band or you can contact them through their social media. Uh, they This will be held on the 26th of April, like I keep saying, at St. Vincent's Bowling Club in Glasgow. So, yeah, for those of you living in the United States, you may not be able to get to this. But, um, hey, there you go. Scottish Fire and Rescue. Doing a spot of fundraising by hosting a race night. Another band that's doing a spot of fundraising is the McDonald Memorial Pipe Band, of course, and their Academy Pipe Band as well. They're hosting something a bit different, but very Northern Irish, I have to say. This is kind of very stereotypical Northern Irish. Uh, Yeah, you couldn't get more Northern Irish than this. (laughs) McDonald Memorial Pipe Band and Academy Pipe Band are hosting a tractor run. Yes! How awesome is that? A tractor run. So the 27th of April and it's £10 per tractor. Not bad. So if you turn up in your tractor to take part in this run, it's 10 quid. It's also £5 per passenger after that. So if you decide to cram like 12 people inside your John Deere, you're going to be out of pocket. (laughs) But yeah, this event is going to be ran and there'll be a barbecue, there'll be a raffle, and this will all be hosted at the St. John the Evangelist Church there in Maharali, I think it is, yeah. So, yeah, shout out to McDonald Memorial, doing a spot of fundraising on the 27th of April. Not bad. Now, like I say, bands all over the country, UK-wide, and of course, internationally, will be fundraising, as I'm sure, because pipe bands aren't cheap, and travel costs instrument maintenance, all that sort of stuff, all needs funding. So if you are going to be hosting an event, a fundraising thing for your band, then again, please get in contact with us and we will happily promote it for you. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you go. I'm doing nothing but plug the email address. Do you know what I'm going to plug next? (laughs) I'm all sorts of excited about this. Now, this is something exclusive for you guys. The podcast listeners. This has not been uh, posted anywhere else. It's not been put on our social media. This is just specific for you podcast listeners. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then you're in for a treat, especially if you're a snare drummer. Remember earlier on in our series of podcasts, we had Michael and the guys from Rhythm Monster on the show. And we talked to them all about their amazing product and their website and everything, all designed around teaching pipe band drumming. Now, I'm not just talking about snare drumming, I'm also talking bass drumming and tenor drumming as well. And as well, there's also content on there for pipers as well. Rhythm Monster, what an awesome website. And us here on The Rab Show are now very happy to announce that exclusive to you guys, the listeners of The Big Rab Show podcast, you can get 10% discount off an annual or monthly subscription simply by using our promotional code Big Rab Monster with no spaces, so there you go, Big Rab Monster, and you get a ten percent discount if you sign up. So you get yeah, a ten percent off an annual or monthly subscription fee. And trust me, 
this is going to be well worth it because the content that these guys have on there, they have some of the creme de la creme of the drumming world on there, along with all the notation and instructional work. It's just incredible stuff. We spoke all about it on our podcast before. Go and check out that interview. It was a real interesting show, talking to those guys from Rhythm Monster. So if anything, it's just awesome to be able to bring you guys, the podcast listeners, a discount just by listening to the show. So all you have to do, again, use our promo code... Big grab monster, and you get 10% off. 10% discount off your monthly subscription or your annual subscription. Not bad at all. Awesome. There you go. So you've heard it here. I hope you've made a note of it. Big grab monster is our promo code. Go along to Rhythm Monster, the whole website and everything. You guys know Rhythm Monster by now. Come on. Their content and stuff has been all over social media for this past year or so. It's just been epic seeing the content that these guys are producing. So why not go check out the website? And if you are interested and you would like to sign up, then there's your chance to get 10% off thanks to the Big Grab Shoe. Yeah, so Big Grab Monster and get 10% off. Not bad at all. No doubt we'll be mentioning that on a few podcasts to come because, yeah, that's quite awesome. So there you go. I'm a big fan of what they're trying to do with teaching and everything and all of their teaching methods and all of that. Just really, really ingenious. If anything, it's great because we know the Piper's Dojo has... Dojo U and all of that sort of stuff, everything through the pipe and dojo. They teach bagpipers, but I'm not a piper. I'm a drummer. Here's sticks on my hand, lad, right in front of me. Yeah, if anything, I had a bit of a rattle before I switched the recorder on. Anyway, you don't want to hear that. So yeah, shout out to Rhythm Monster and our promo code Big Rab Monster for ten percent off your annual or monthly subscription. Not bad at all. There you go. Okay, so going from such positive news such as that, which is kind of awesome, I have to go to some quite negative news and something, some really quite sad news. It's been a kind of a rough week in the bagpiping world this past week. We've had a lot of people who are really affectionately known and well known in the bagpiping world pass away. One such person that I'm sure you're all going to know who I'm going to talk about next is Bobby Dutch. Yeah, he was a good friend of the Rab Show. You may not know who Bobby Dutch was. He was a snare drummer, of course, recently with Dyko Triumph Street. And he introduced himself to me, first of all, as, Hi, I'm Robert from Deutschland. So, Robert from Deutschland. And we had a bit of a joke about who's the big Rab here. <laughs> Are you the big Rab from Deutschland or am I the big Rab from Northern? So, yeah, that was a bit of a laugh between the two of us. But Bobby Dutch had an absolute passion for pipe band drumming. If anything, he was a bit of an encyclopedia when it came to uh, drum scores and things like that. He was a massive fan of the music, just absolutely lived and breathed it. So whenever we heard the news through the week there that Bobby had actually sadly passed away, it came as a big shock to a lot of people. And it was just so sad, you know. He had messaged in here to the Rab Show many times, of course, under anonymity he never really wanted to go public with any of his thoughts so which quite a few they do a lot of the time uh, but bobby yeah messaged into the show quite a few times he was a fan of our fuse fm show listening there quite frequently as well as the podcast here as well so yeah bobby was every bit a part of the big rab show family as he was as part of the pipe band family if you know what i mean as well so it's just tragic news. So my my heart goes out to uh, Bobby's family, friends, close friends, bandmates, of course. 
at this sad time. It's just terrible. Uh, whenever you have to read this kind of news out on a podcast for, to begin with, as well as having to read it out on live radio last night, it was really heartwarming, if anything, to see the messages uh, coming in from people around the world who knew Bobby very well. And uh, yeah, a lot of great heartwarming stories uh, resulted. And yeah, I think it's like anything. All of us in the bagpiping world, we are one big family. And when somebody like Bobby, who's pretty well known in the bagpiping world, passes, it's just sad for everyone. You know, we had a connection with him here through the Rab Show because he listens quite frequently and emailed in. Uh, But yeah, equally so for all of his bandmates. You know what I mean? And everyone he ever conversed with over the competition season. Bobby will be really sadly missed. Uh, So again, heartfelt condolences to the family and friends. And that's just terrible news. Also... Uh, another announcement of a death, unfortunately. George McKillop, who used to be the bass drummer of Simon Fraser University, passed away, I think, just yesterday. Uh, as I'm recording this, this is now... What date is this? Yeah, Wednesday the 10th, so I think it was uh, Tuesday the 9th, I think, uh, whenever I first seen the news about George, who had passed away. He was aged 87. Uh, so, former bass drummer of Simon Fraser, he was there for actually for quite a while. I do remember George playing with SFU. So he was there from 1978 all the way up until 1987. Then he hung up the sticks. During that time, he managed to lift second at the World Championships, so not a bad tenure. Following which, then, he managed to rejoin the band again back in 1990, all the way to 1994. Now, I do remember this. This was kind of my main time for competing in Grade 1 and Grade 2. I do remember George being there. And what an outstanding bass drummer he was. And a very colourful character. So, yeah, to hear this news that George has sadly passed away, I do, again, I want to pass on my sincere condolences to everyone at Simon Fraser University and anyone who ever played with George. George was actually quite a stalwart there at SFU. So, yeah, very sad times. So there's Bobby Dutch has passed and then George McKillop as well. But unfortunately, I'm still... Not done. Yeah, last week I mentioned briefly on the show about Pipe Major Tom Doyle, of course. Uh, He was there, a member of New Ross and District Pipe Band. He had sadly passed as well. Well, this past week, obviously, was the funeral service for Pipe Major Tom Doyle. And he was a Pipe Major of Gorey Pipe Band. I forgot to mention that on last week's show, actually. Tom was extremely well known here, locally in the island of Ireland. We knew him incredibly well i've spoken to him many times personally as well as as well i think recently i spoke to him about his experience about walking into that uh big grade two arena at the world's final and uh yeah it was such sad news to hear about tom passing so that was heartbreaking in itself to have to read that on the radio but recently gory pipe band actually managed to upload footage of tom's funeral now, whenever you see it there was a mass band of gory pipe band and the guys from new ross and district And I have to say, there was not a dry eye in the house. It was just... (laughs) It's difficult to talk about, man, because I knew Tom pretty well. And, yeah, it was kind of... Whenever you see that footage of the funeral, unfortunately, I couldn't get to it. Um, But, yeah, the, the funeral itself was just heartwarming, you know? Seeing both pipe bands out playing at the funeral, they you know, they led the procession and all of that. And then I think... Uh, I don't know. I can't really talk about it without choking up. <clears throat> but yeah, it was terribly sad. A lot of us in the bagpiping world here in the island of Ireland will miss Tom greatly. And uh, yeah, competition season this year will not be the same without him. 
So recently, I don't know what seems to be happening, but we're losing so many great people in the bagpiping world. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. Do you know, it really is. I know that might sound insincere, but I always kind of like to pride myself on being honest here on the podcast. So, you know, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough this year. But the music goes on. Do you know what I mean? That's what these guys would have wanted. They wouldn't want us to get down in the dumps and everything. They would want our season to roll out and for us to compete for all we're worth. So, with that in mind, us here in the Rab Show shall fly on. We'll keep doing what we're doing and life moves on, uh, even though, yeah, all these tragic losses happen around us. So, again, sincere condolences to everyone who's been affected by these recent deaths in the pipe-bound world. It's just tragic. And, uh, yeah... Let's move on. Okay. Okay, New York City Tartan Week was, yeah, last week. <laughs> For those of you who have been following it on social media, uh, I don't know, it's been all over social media. It's all I've really seen. All over Twitter, all over Facebook. Uh, pff, I think even Instagram as well have been posting like crazy. Loads of bands have been involved in this and just involved in parades and concerts and all sorts I did talk about Tartan Week briefly before and talk about just the sheer scale of the event itself and how Tartan Week is just, I don't know, if you're a piping fan, it just seems to be piping live held in New York. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It really seems to be that real festival atmosphere. Uh, Shout out to Billy Connolly, actually. Yeah, the comedian Billy Connolly, who was the chieftain of the whole thing. He led the parade and he was there with his wife Pamela at the front of the parade, waving at people, dressed head to toe in tartan. It was just brilliant to see Billy. Um, But shout out to all the pipe bands who were there, part of the parade. If anything, I've watched the full parade now. I think someone in the crowd managed to film the whole thing from start to finish, so you can go and look at that up on YouTube. All you have to do, type in NYC Tartan Week. 2019 and you'll get the parade so well worth watching shout out to the band some of which really drew my attention some for all the right reasons some for maybe not the right reasons but equally entertaining all the same i have to give a shout out to new york metro pipe band who i thought just sounded really sharp really really clean really good performance from the video clip that i seen shout out to new york metro outstanding also i have to give a shout to the bands who traveled over lanarkshire schools were over there and Oh my god, they were incredible. I don't know what they have been practicing over the winter, but they just sounded fantastic. So well done to Lanarkshire Schools. Also to Oban High School as well. Oban High School were there, of course, with Angus McCall at the helm. They sounded awesome. Oh my god, go and check that out. Oban High School, poof, blew my socks off. Really, really outstanding plan from open high school really really good guys so i'm looking forward to seeing you both on the grass this competitive year it'll be a really interesting season so yeah new york tartan week there is tons of video clips of like flash mobs and stuff people playing in the park people playing in what you call that the big train station over there central station or something all sorts of video clips and things of pipe bands doing abnormal things from what pipe bands normally do obviously the parade is normal all that sort of stuff and playing on stages is normal but doing like practicing in a tube station and stuff like that or obviously the subway stuff like that loads of things like that from nyc tartan week have been going up quite viral online so definitely worth checking out if you do spot any of the videos send them our direction yeah because we've been really enjoying them so yeah also have to give a shout out to the guys of uh let me see i have this written down here drums and roses yes 
Shout out to Drums and Roses who were over there playing at the Cayley as well, which was just outstanding. I've seen some of the video footage from that. Uh, so shout out to Craig Monroe and the guys of Drums and Roses put on a heck of a show. Also to Whiskey Kiss as well. They were there as well headlining, I think, along with the Elephant Sessions band as well. So two awesome bands from the Celtic music scene here in the UK. Quite well known here in the UK, in fact, and maybe not so well known over there in the States. So it was great to see them over there bringing their brand of Celtic trad just outstanding stuff so there you go shout out to you guys for enjoying yourselves at nyc tartan week i think you've enjoyed yourself to say the least <laughs> looking at the photographs and stuff anyway let's fly on more news stories shout out to the royal scottish pipe band association northern ireland branch yes the reason i'm giving them a shout out is because they've finally done it they've done it by god yeah, they've done it. They have produced a season. Now, this is nothing short of a miracle. You guys know we've been covering this on the podcast now for what seems like months. We've been talking about the Northern Ireland season and how it seems to be in a bit of a shambles. Well, it's done. It's set in stone. We have it. However, there's still some question marks. <laughs> we're not out of the water. We're not out of the, yeah, We're not out of trouble just yet. But here we go. Let's get to it. The Northern Ireland season kicks off with the Ulster solos in Listener Garvey High School on the 20th of April. We knew that was happening. That was already set in stone. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of it by the 11th of May. We have the County Down Championship and that's in Ards. So that's the Ards, the first competition of the season, which has kind of got a lot of people's backs up. Some people not so happy about that because normally the first competition of the year is held in Bangor. So, it's, yeah, it's unfortunate we're not going to Bangor for the first one. Bangor's normally a really popular venue with pipers and drummers here in Northern Ireland uh, just because of how central it is. It's really easy got to. The traffic links and everything is just a great venue. So it's not in Bangor this year. It's going to be held in Ards. So that'll be an interesting kickoff to the season on the 11th of May. Then on the 25th of May, we're heading down to Fermanagh for the County Fermanagh Championships to be held outside Enniskillen. Now, again, these are just like town lands or even council districts that I'm saying. We haven't really got actual confirmed venues as to where in County Fermanagh this will be. Inniskillen is a big town. Where is it? Anyway, that's on the 25th of May. Also then, on the 1st of June, we have the Mid-Ulster Championships, and that's in sunny Cookstown. We can only assume that that's going to be in Cookstown High School. So... We'll await to see what's happening. We think it's in Cookstown High School. Uh, starting on the 8th of June, we have the Belfast Championships, and that's going to be held in Stormont. Now, this caused a lot of debate on the Rab Show last night on Fuse FM as we were talking about this. The Belfast Championships appears to be a brand new competition. Now, the venue itself, Stormont, has been the home of the UK Championships now, one of the majors in our calendar, and that's been the home of that for quite a while since the outset. But here we are, the Belfast Championships is now at Stormont. Now, whether this is a completely new competition, I, I think it is. I have never really heard of the Belfast Championships before, but if anything, I'm just happy to see that a competition is still going to Stormont. Stormont is an absolutely outstanding venue. If anything, it's possibly one of my favourites on the calendar. Even rivals the world's. That's controversial. But trust me, Stormont is just an outstanding venue. So, Belfast Championships, 8th of June. Looking forward to that. The 22nd of June, then, we have the Antrim and Newton Abbey Borough Championships. And that's going to be held in Antrim. We think that's in the Castle Grounds. So, there you go. Now, on to July, then, for the Northern Ireland season, we have the All-Ireland Championships, which will be held in Ballymena. And that's on the 6th. 6th of July, the All-Ireland 
that's quite a big competition. One of the majors, in fact, here for Northern Ireland. That's one of the ones that you want to win. That one, I think, was always been on the cards. That one's, yeah, was never in doubt. Um, now, people have been asking about Glenarm. Will we see a competition at the Dalriada Festival this year, as it's been the case for this last two to three years? Uh, the answer to that question is no. In fact, that branch of the Northern Ireland Association will not get a competition this year because of where it falls on the calendar. It falls on the 13th of July. 13th of July here in Northern Ireland is a public holiday and a lot of bands will not be able to compete on that, on that date because of, <clears throat> yeah, all of those marching duties because of, yeah, July. So, <laughs> not getting into that, the whole politics thing. But, yeah, a lot of bands will not be able to compete on the 13th of July, so we do not have a competition this year at the Dalriada Festival. There you go. Okay, on to August then. Rolling towards the worlds, of course, we have the Northwest Championships in Portrush on the 3rd of August, which is a bit odd. Start of August and we're heading to the port. Normally we head to Portrush at the end of the year, so this will be a strange, strange placement in the calendar. On to the 10th of August then, we have the Lisburn and Castlereagh Championships in Moira. Now this one will be a big one. I can tell you this now, 10th of August in Moira. This will draw a huge crowd because this is obviously before the begin, before the Worlds. So this will draw quite a lot of bands internationally to come to this competition. So heading to Moira, 10th of August, that's going to be one to catch. On the 24th then of August, wrapping up our season here in Northern Ireland, we have the Ulster Championships held in Newcastle County Down, which I cannot wait for. Newcastle is just awesome! It's beside the seaside, you have the Mourne Mountains and everything, it's just... Ah, breathtaking venue and really popular with the piping crowd. So it's great that we have the Ulster Championships there. But also great because that'll be where our Champion of Champions are announced as well. So, hey, that'll be a really interesting end to the season. So there you go. Shout out to RSPBA and I. I have to take my hat off. I know now from experience just how hard you guys have worked to put this season together. It's been relentless. Um, as much as I have been working trying to find out from district councils and from the associations themselves just what is going on, I actually managed to see the volume of work that had to go on behind the scenes before they could even tell us what dates were the, were available. It was just nuts. So I have to say, I know it might sound disingenuous, but I really mean it. I, I have so much respect for our association at the moment. The amount of sheer work that these guys have put in to get the season off the ground. There's no mean feat. So, yeah, shout out to you guys at RSPBA. You've really pulled it out of the bag, and I really do think you deserve kudos for this. Well done. Now, there's one competition that I didn't mention, but one that I really want to highlight, and that is Kloss Kelt Indoor. This is going to be held on the 4th of May in Bambridge High School. The reason why this one is special is because, yeah, it's indoors, and it's at Bambridge High School. It hasn't been an indoor competition at Bambridge High for years. So, yeah, it's just brilliant to see this return, thanks to Kloss Kelt Pipe Band. Now, what makes this particularly special is this competition is sanctioned by the RSPBA Northern Ireland. Now, for the longest time, we didn't think that it was, but it is. So, if you would like to have a run in front of RSPBA-sanctioned judges they'll be there and be able to give you a good critique before your band actually hits the grass for the first competition of the year in Ards. So, what an opportune time. And if anything, a lot of bands are actually snapping up this opportunity. So, 
24th of April, the entries close. So get your entry forms in now if you are interested in entering this competition. Uh, you can check all out. It's all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. Of course, you can get it on Klaus Kelt's social media. All the full details, of, of course, are through them. Klaus Kelt are hosting the event, so they're looking after all of the entries and stuff. So... Yeah, get your entry forms in now before the 24th of April. This will be a competition definitely worth catching because a lot of the big guns, including all the grade 4B, 4A, 3B, 3A, grade 2, grade 1, baby, everybody will be there. And yeah, wanting to get a run out for sheets, if nothing else, to get a bit of a critique to let them know what's going right, what's going wrong before the actual season starts. So that'll be definitely worth catching. 4th of May! And also, for you guys living internationally who really don't care about what I've been talking about for this last 5-10 minutes, Banbridge Indoor Competition, hosted by Klaus Kelt by Band, will be live-streamed entirely by ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. Yes, the entire thing, from start to finish, will be live-streamed thanks to ourselves on The Big Rab Show. So we'll be covering all grades, all the way from grade 4B... All the way up to grade one, and of course, the all-important results. So, yeah, for those of you living internationally, of course, who can't get to Banbridge in Northern Ireland, we have you covered. The very first kind of competition of the season, we're going to be covering every grade, every nook and cranny. So, yeah, the entire thing will be live-streamed, thanks to ourselves on The Rab Show. We've got you covered. So we'll talk more about that, of course, as it gets closer to the time. But that is something to stick in your calendar. 4th of May, you'll be able to watch the entire live-stream and see what all these Northern Ireland bands are up to. (laughs) Okay. Let's fly on. More news. Hawthorne Pipe Band's lead tipper, Stephen Shedden, has hit the piping news. Yeah, he earned himself a second place there at Lothian and Borders Branch Solos, which ordinarily wouldn't be terribly interesting. You kind of go, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Well done to Stephen. But it is interesting because this has now qualified him for a pre-qualification spot at the semi-final of the World Solos. Yes! Not bad, Mr. Shedden. Well done. So, yeah, shout out to Hawthorne Pipe Band. Your lead tipper's going to the World Solos and has skipped a step. Yeah, he's in the semi-final, so well done there to Stephen. Not bad at all, mate. Well, well done. So, yeah, interesting things to come for the World Solo Drumming this year. Already we're starting to see pre-qualifying spots go. Interesting stuff. I think it's Stephen McWhorter's already pre-qualified. Now we have Stephen Shedden in there as well. With the Ulster Solos just around the corner on April 20th, we're going to see another pre-qualified spot in there as well. So, interesting. This is unfolding as we speak. So, yeah, looking forward to the World Solos, even though it's in October. Anyway, let's fly on. Another new story. James Harper, Piper, of course, with the Red Hot Chili Pipers, is launching a brand new album. Yeah, James, of course, has been with the Chilies now for quite a while. Uh, he's actually in working with the Chilies at the minute, working on the Chili Pipers' new album called Fresh Air, which is going to be out shortly. I think it's available for pre-order now. Go to rhcp.scot and you can pre-order that sucker. Well worth it. So James is in the studio with the Chilies, but he's also in the studio doing his own thing. Yeah, he's releasing his debut solo album entitled James Harper and the Border Crossing Band. And the album itself is called Kulzan, or Kulzan, I think. I can't pronounce it. C-U-L-Z-E-A-N. Some of you out there can probably shout and yell at me. That's stuff that I've got wrong. <laughs> yeah, so James Harper, brand new album coming out. You can pre-order it now. All you have to do is check out uh, James Harper at Bandcamp. 
or indeed you can check all any of the social media from ourselves and the Big Rab Show. We've been promoting it for quite a while. So yeah, it's available out uh, released on July 1st, but you can pre-order it now and get some exclusive pre-release tracks. Uh, us here on the Rab Show, of course, will hopefully have some tracks for the show, so who knows, we may bring some of that to the podcast with a bit of luck. So shout out to James and the, yeah, his brand new a, a debut solo album. Yeah, the last time we had a solo album from anyone associated with the Chilies was Dougie McKence, and just look how well that was received. We're still playing his album on the, the Fuse FM show at the moment. It's just outstanding. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear this release from James. And the brand new album from the Chilies as well will definitely be worth listening to. So there you go. Some brand new music coming our way. Okay. Now, last week on the podcast, I spoke about a, a solo competition that was held in Stornoway in Scotland there over the, the weekend. In fact, last Friday, the Pipe Major Donald McLeod Memorial Competition. Yes, and I'm not going to bore you with all of the results when all the individuals from Hornpipes and Jigs, the Marches to Propeebrook. Basically, our overall winner of the competition was Finley Johnson. Well done, Finley. And second place, the overall winner was Stuart Little. Now, what makes this interesting and a little bit funny... Uh, it was Stuart Little actually managed to arrive at the event <clears throat> without his pipes. <laughs> now, I don't know exactly how this happened, but yeah, Stuart managed to forget his bagpipes. So I think he managed to borrow a set. I think he may even have borrowed Finley's. I'm not entirely sure. But either way, Stuart managed to finish in second place with Finley Johnson winning overall. So yeah, the entire thing was live streamed, of course. Well worth checking out. We've shared out all those links, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page. Tons of great piping on there. The lineup itself was just outstanding. So, yeah, all of that is all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. We've shared it all out. You can go and check it out at your leisure. Now, the Kalabaki solos were also this past week. Now, I'm not going to sit and read through the list. Hashtag channel rant. I'm not going to sit and read through the list of winners. All the results are all up there from the Kalabaki solos. Well worth checking out. Ourselves here on the Rab Show, we managed to live stream, I think, the open piping. And I think we got some of the drumming as well. So, we, yeah, we were busy over the course of the weekend. We were live streaming from the Kalabaki solos. I have to give a particular shout out to a member of the Rab Show team who was there working. And, yeah, he was also competing as well. Of course, I'm talking about Andrew Shelliday. Yeah, Andrew was there live streaming for us of the Big Rab Show and, uh, yeah, pointing a camera at the results and everything. And then he heard his own name being read out. He managed to pick up a trophy. So, well done, Andrew. Now, if anything, this is Andy's first time competing in, yeah, for the longest time. As you guys know, Andrew's story, obviously, but you know, he had this terrible illness and he's just now back playing again thanks to G1, who has designed this outstanding chanter for him. And... It's just an incredible feat, if anything, to see Andrew back playing again. It's just incredible. So, yeah, to see him up there competing and actually winning prizes as well, I have to give props. It's well done, Andrew. Yeah, I know you may be embarrassed by me giving you a particular shout-out on the show this week, mate. Apologies, but I have to shout about it. I think it's such an incredible journey, you know, from going through what you went through so here you are now winning prizes. It's just an incredible story. So, yeah. Shout out to you guys. Everyone who lifted prizes at the Kalabaki Solos, of course. You all deserve a medal. Uh, but, yeah, I am paying particular attention to Andrew because he's part of the Rab Show team. So, heh, there you go. If anything, 
it was quite interesting watching it. He was live streaming the results, of course, holding the camera, and then suddenly his name got read out, and uh, the camera started going a bit shaky. And I was like, oh, 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 that's me. Um, uh, what do I do with this camera? Now, he must have just handed it to somebody who was sitting next to him or something because the live stream kept going. And so we seen Andrew going up, getting his, his prize and everything, getting his photograph took, and then came back down and took the camera back again. So shout out to whoever that was who held the Rab Show camera. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all of this, of course, as I keep saying, is all up on the Rab Show social media. It's up there on our Facebook page. Go and check it out. All the stuff from Kalabaki Solos, all the stuff from Pipe Major Donald McLeod Memorial Competition. It's all up there. Now, one thing that isn't up there is the results from the Dunedin Highland Games. Yeah, that was this past weekend. Dunedin Highland Games and Festival was all over... This past weekend. Now, we've seen various little clips of footage of different pipe bands. I think the city of Dunedin were one of them. But also have to give a particular shout out to the North Texas Caledonian Pipes and Drums. Who managed to clean up a grade 5 and grade 4 as well. So well done to you guys lifting both grades. Congratulations. We've actually seen a few of the runs from North Texas Caledonia Pipe Band and they sounded quite sharp. So well done guys. Um, so also have to give a particular shout out to Winston Murdoch. Of course... Winston's good friend of the Rab Show, we've had him on the show before, who flew over there for the Dunedin Highland Games. He flew over there and actually performed with the guys of North Texas Caledonian, and it was just great to see him hanging out with the guys there in the States and playing away and lifting prizes and then coming home. The reason why I'm giving him a shout-out on this week's show is because on his way home, he only just managed to run into Mike Tyson and get a selfie with him. Who does that? Who goes to America lifts the grade 5 and grade 4 championship in the Dunedin Highland Games and then on the way home oh there's Mike Tyson fancy a photograph I bet you Mike Tyson ran across the airport and says Winston give us a photograph lad I don't think Mike Tyson talks like that but yeah I'm sure he did he ran across saying woo there's the Dunedin Highland Games champion of grade 4 I need a photograph (laughs) shout out to Iron Mike who met Winston Murdoch over the course of the weekend. I'm sure, Iron Mike, you're very chuffed. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's it for the piping news. You'll all be glad to hear. Whew, that's been a busy week. There's been tons of stuff this week. There's even, there's loads of stuff, actually, I haven't really talked about this yet. But so, yeah, if there is anything that I did miss and you would love to talk about, please email us in, I guess. BigRabShow at gmail.com is that email address. We'd love to hear from Yeah. Seems to be the running theme. Oh, and don't forget our promo code as well for Rhythm Monster. Big Rab Monster and you get 10% off. Shameless plug again, but well worth it. Okay, I reckon it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out.
Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row Belfast. Check them out. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And I have to say, a cup of tea was gorgeous. Yeah, it's been loads of piping news this week, so this week's Topic of the Week may be a short one, but it's an interesting one all the same, and one of which I would like you guys to get involved in. Now, it came to light recently... Uh, especially just with myself and with a lot of other people in the piping world, and this is something I would like to talk about. Do you read notation? Now, as well as I'm talking to the drummers, because I'm a drummer, uh, do you read drum notation? I'm also talking to the pipers. I know a lot of pipers out there, uh, some of which who don't read at all. I know. But if anything, I am kind of... Let me explain this, all right? The reason why I wanted to talk about this, learning by ear, is because... Whenever I started learning pipe band drumming, it was back in the early 80s. I know, heaven forbid, I'm that old. But yeah, in my time, I didn't have access to all of these great software programs that were able to write all these scores all over the place. So I never once had pipe band drum music actually handed to me and told, here, Rab, go and learn that, and had a sheet of paper in front of me. So it just never happens. I was kind of of the old school of uh, pipe band drumming. You were sat on a table with someone in front of you showing you your drum scores. They taught you the movements and said, right, Rab, put in a flam five and then follow that bad drag and a Swiss rough and then a couple of rolls. And Okay, I'm digressing now. The pipers are starting to tune out. But basically, I learnt from ear. I listened to what that person across the table was playing from me, playing, and I tried to mimic that performance. I, yeah, watched their hands. I was able to do it visually, see what they were doing as well as listen to what they were doing. And that's how I picked up drum scores. And that's how my drumming career has went even to this day. I cannot read drum score music. And it's one of my biggest regrets. It's something I've never learned because during my time, during the, yeah, early 80s to early 90s, drum score music was kind of uncommon you never really seen it much you did know that it existed but you didn't know anybody who used it back then i don't know perhaps that's just 
of where I grew up. Here in Northern Ireland, it was never really a thing. We were surrounded by pipers and drummers, so it was a plethora of people to be able to show you what to play. So rather than have to sit and write out a drum score, the actually just says, ah, here, I'll show you that part. You know, sat down in front of the table and just, here you go, play that. You know what I mean? So there was that. I, Yeah, that was my experience. So I guess what I wanted to talk about is, is there an advantage to that? Nowadays, it seems to be pipers and drummers are very much focused on the notation. Everything is associated with sheets and sheets and sheets of paper. Now, this is new to me. As a drummer, this never really happened whenever I was learning. It was always by ear and by visuals. But now it seems to be every drum corps out there has a folder full of music. Now, obviously, for you bagpipers out there, you guys heavily rely on notation. I understand that. Each and every season, you'll get a big folder handed to you. There you go. Learn that. And there you go. That's your sets for the year. You play it as noted. And that's it. Whenever you start playing it as a band, however, that's whenever you start listening and you start learning the tune by ear. And that's one thing that's kind of secondary for you bagpipers. But it was very primarily for us drummers, the main source of us learning how to play. So, I don't know if I'm talking to old school drummers out there. You may agree with me that you've never lifted uh, a you know pipe band drumming book and that kind of reads like double dutch. You, can, you have no idea what it is. So, this all stemmed from an experience recently. I went to a band practice band hall. I'm not going to tell you where it is, where I was, what I was doing. But, because that'll just get people talking. I had my sticks and my pad under my arm, and I thought, I'll go land down here and have a wee rattle with the boys, maybe pick up a part or two and have a bit of a laugh. So, landed down to band practice, and the first thing that struck me is that I had landed with my sticks and pad and my mobile phone to possibly take recordings and things, and everyone else arrived with these big folders. Big, big folders full of music, and set them all down on the table. Wallop. And, yeah, the lead tipper landed in and said, Right, lads, okay, we're going to start working on the first part of this display, and we've got Rab here to join us. He's going to have a bit of a rattle, see how he goes. Right, first part of this display, lads, let's go. And then this happened. Right, and what's going on? Everyone started flipping through their folder. Like, what? What is that about? What? No, nobody, nobody, nobody started warming up. Nobody started playing. Uh, it was the weirdest thing, and everyone, all you hear was a mess of paper being flown about the place. And oh, I haven't got that sheet. Have you got that sheet? I haven't got that part. Oh, I don't know it. Uh. Everyone started freaking out because some people did have the music, some people didn't. Lee Tipper obviously had extra copies, so he dished out extra sheets of paper to everyone. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there looking at everybody, thinking I haven't got a folder. I look like a total dipstick here. I'm not going to be able to do anything. So, Lee Tipper then says, All right, lads, we're not going to start at the very beginning here. We're going to look at the fourth bar in here. All right, fourth bar in. See just after that rest there. All right, ready. We'll count ourselves in. One, two, three. Rest. What? Rest? What's a rest? Huh? And then you're into semi-quavers, do-wacky-do-overs. I have no flipping idea what he was talking about. And I says, Look, man, I have not the first notion what you're talking about. You boys do your thing. I'll just listen. All right. <laughs> I was completely lost. Absolutely lost. It was like they were talking a completely different language. 
However, I knew the lead drummer quite well. He was of the old school variety. He learnt alongside me. He was of the old school persuasion. So he kind of said to me, Rab, don't worry. This is how the new guys do it now. It's all through notes. I'll show it to you after. All right. So he ran the guys through the first two parts of this display. Then he sat with me. And within 10 minutes, I had both parts off. (laughs) I don't know. Change times. Change times. So I guess... I made myself a bit of a list. Oh! Rob's reading another blinking list. Yes, I am. The king of lists. Yeah, I made myself a bit of a pros and cons, all right? Because I've been thinking about this. Obviously, here in Northern Ireland, we've got tons of piping and drumming schools. We have been raising money on the Big Rab Show. Big Rab Show Live. We raised money for the music service for pipes and drums, which teaches kids how to pipe and drum as well as all the theory involved. Yeah, you can actually get qualifications here in the UK that will take you as far as university level and actually get a degree in all of the piping and drumming theory that's available. So I did think to myself, should I actually sit down and learn how to read snare drum music? If I want to get involved in the piping scene again, am I going to have to learn how to read? Because this seems to be what's happening. So let's get the pros, first of all, for reading, alright? It's truly international, is one thing I have noticed. You can email a drum score to somebody th- halfway across the world, and that message gets, gets across loud and clear. They have the notation in front of them, and they can learn that entire drum score from start to finish, all from one email. So it's international. You can reach people around the world with your drum score, and it's not a bother. Also, It's dead easy for the teacher. Dead easy for the teacher. All the teacher needs to do, the lead tipper in this case probably, needs to do is sit and scribble out. Scribble out a uh, drum score. That's it. Take a photograph of it. Send it to the boys. And that's it. Done. There's no sitting around a table teaching it to someone. You don't sit on the table next to someone and say, right, no, you're playing that flam five wrong there into that. You express it more. There isn't any of that. It's all written in wee dots on a page. So it's so easy for the teacher. And that's my last point on my positive list for reading, is that there's no room for doubt. It's in black and white. If you're confused at any stage about what movement should be in there, or even what should you be playing in a particular part and a tune, it's there. It's in front of you. It's in black and white. There's no room for guessing. You don't think to yourself, well, that sounds like a pirate little... Ah, throw one in and see what it sounds like. No, if it's not down there in black and white, don't play it. Very simple. Dots on the page, play what's on there. That's it. No room for doubt. So that was my list of pros for reading. It's international. You can send it anywhere. It's dead easy for the teacher. That's a plus. Also, there's no room for doubt. No room for error at all. Now, I did flip it on its head, though. There are positives for not learning how to read. Now, hear me out. I'm of the old school persuasion, so all of you old school pipers and drummers out there who may have learnt by ear, now is your time to shine. Whenever you're learning by ear, you actually learn it in a more musical fashion. I would argue this quite fervently, to be honest. You would, Yeah, because whenever you're learning it from dots on the page, that's fine. You could play the sets correctly, but you're playing it like a robot, if you understand. 
there's no ebb and flow to the music. There's no rise and fall. There's no expression. You don't even know exactly what you're playing to. All you're given is a time signature and a bunch of dots on a page. How do you know what you're playing is supposed to fit in with the pipes? Do you know what I mean? So with learning it by ear and hearing somebody across a table play through a set, you actually get the feel of it. You get to understand what the lead drummer is trying to achieve emotionally really, with a certain piece. Okay, he's rising with the rolls here or separating it out with some syncopated open work and stuff like that. You know, complicating things, putting in some more technical moves and things. Uh, You know, you lose musical expression whenever you're learning just by following dots on the page. Also, there is speed. Because that was my prime example. I went to that practice. It took those guys about 45 minutes to get through two sheets on their folders. It took them 45 minutes to go through every dot on the page, bar by bar. And it took me and the lead tip 10 minutes. He showed me each part and I had it in 10. Now, I'm not showing off by any means. But it's because that lead tip spoke my language. He was of the persuasion of the old school. He said, yeah, Rob, I'll show you these parts, lad. And there was a few parts I got stuck on. Don't get me wrong. There was a few things around the ending and stuff. I wasn't sure. It was like a funny little drag movement with a few doubles thrown in. It was weird. But managed to get there. But again, it's because he took the time to sit across the table and actually play it for me. I had both parts within 10 minutes. But yet these guys who were reading, they were getting it right, but they got it right slower in my opinion i don't know perhaps i'm wrong maybe you can tell me well yeah listening by or learning by ear isn't as quick for some people i guess everybody's different and that's one thing i want to put across i might have been quicker learning by ear because that's what i'm used to someone who's used to reading may not be able to pick it up by ear just as quick so there you go but another thing that i really wanted to stress about learning by ear is that it's done together It's done as a unit. Everyone needs to go to band practice to hear it being played. Whenever you're sent a drum score in an email, you're there on your own. There's you and your computer screen or your phone or wherever it is you're reading the score from. You're essentially on your own. You're learning that drum score alone. And then there's no tips. There's no help from anyone beside you. You can't say to your mate, here... Tell me what the crack is with that fourth bar. Or do we repeat this? You can't do that because you're on your own. You're learning these drum scores, dots on a page. There's no interaction. There's no camaraderie. There's no learning something together. Which I honestly think is part of the experience. You know, you actually have a bond with someone who has the same problem as you. Oh, you're having a problem with that ending? So am I. Let's keep playing it together until we can both figure it out. That kind of camaraderie and learning together doesn't happen whenever you're learning as an individual with dots on the page sent to you halfway across the world. Now, obviously, in the wake of technology, we have Skype and all of those kind of video things where we send in videos of performances. They're all critiqued and all of this sort of stuff. We've talked about all of that before, about how technology helps us now kind of to try and get that bond, to get that togetherness to be able to play as a unit with having had sheets of paper sent to you in the post. (laughs) Here you know, here's your folder, learn that, come and see us in in June, July, whenever the season starts. Uh, So, yeah, that's one thing I really think learning from dots on the page is missing. You miss learning expression, the whole musical side of the drumming. You miss that. You also learn 
learn individually from reading you don't learn as a unit there's no feeling of camaraderie there you know with a shared experience and all of that sort of stuff so that was my pros of learning by ear now i have thought of others but there are too many counter arguments for them and again i think it's just me being stuck in the mud you can't teach an old dog new tricks so i guess this is the question for you guys now of course obviously i'm talking to drummers but i could also be talking to pipers out there too who may have learned tunes in the past from ear now i have been told this is quite dangerous for bagpipers to learn tunes by ear because it's quite common to put in the movements and different grace notes and things that don't exist or even to play something that sounds like it nowhere near the actual tune uh, i've had experience of this myself i've heard quite a few buskers uh playing in the streets of glasgow and edinburgh and cities in scotland of course and people pull their pipes out of the box and play what they think sounds like pumpkins fancy and itchy fingers and all that sort of stuff but actually sounds nothing like the actual tune there's no no there's just no movement in there so yeah le- learning by ear is one thing for drummers it's another for pipers i completely understand that separation but i do think there is an interesting dynamic to be played there learning from dots on the page is one thing but you also need to have that musical ear so i do think you do need to employ both nowadays in modern piping um especially for drummers it seems to be the case you get a folder slapped and you there you go learn that big lad and come back in a few months you know there's no personal touch you don't sit across the table from your lead tipper you don't actually get to know what that person's like you know whether they're bad tempered or not you don't actually get to have that interaction whenever you just get a folder slapped on your desk and say here you go learn that and come back i don't know but that seems to be the way piping and drumming is now you get a score handed to you learn that and that's it I remember back in the day, I'm really showing my age now, of bringing a tape recorder to band practice. You would have sat all night learning two or three different parts of a reel or something. And then at the end of the night, you put the tape recorder on, hit record, and then everybody around the table played it together. The whole drum corps recorded it, it all went on tape. And you took that cassette tape home with you, and you played it and played it and played it as you practiced it at home. And that was it. That was your reference point. That cassette tape was basically my dots on the page. You know, I constantly listened to the core playing it over and over again. And that's how I got into the memory. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe it's different for drummers than it is for bagpipers. I can, I can get that. Bagpipers are kind of heavily reliant on the music. But they do need to develop a musical ear. For us drummers, however, we do have that option where you can just learn by ear only. And that's done me up until now. <laughs> But I am seriously considering having to learn uh, pipe band drum notation. Now, I don't know. Should I? Is the argument. You know, I've been involved in the pipe band world for so long and I've done okay up until now, I suppose. Uh, The only championship I haven't won is the world's. I know. Uh, So (laughs) should I now go and learn how to read pipe band drum and music Uh, with the hope that who knows I may lift myself a world title? Who knows? But I would love to know your opinion on this. It's an interesting topic, if anything. Uh, It does seem to be the modern way to do things, and that seems to be heavily involved in the theory of things, whereas before, back in the day, it was more old school, and yeah, it was more across the table. Do you know what I mean? What are your thoughts? I would love to hear them. What's been your experience, actually, of learning piping and drumming? 
how long have you been in the piping game? Have you actually learned by ear the old school method? Or were you just simply slapped with a folder or a book or a tutor book or something? So here you go, learn that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would love to know your experiences. Email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com. That email address, as always. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Rab Show podcast this week. As always, it's been a pleasure. And thank you to everyone who's tuned in to the Big Rab Show on Fuse FM. Balamoni, this last week, if anything, we had a great show this past week. So, tons of messages coming in from you guys internationally. And it's been great to have you guys along. Of course, if you haven't listened to the Fuse show, you can go along now. BigRabShow.com. You can click on the Listen Live and you'll get put through to Fuse FM. Now, we broadcast from 7 p.m. UK time on a Tuesday. So Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. UK time, tune in to thebigrabshow.com and click on Listen Live and you'll get two hours worth of bagpiping goodness, chat, banter and all sorts of craziness over there from Fuse FM Bottom Money. And of course, here on the podcast each and every Wednesday, as always, without fail. Okay, don't forget, check out the Patreon page. We've got tons of stuff up there from the Fred Morrison gig, us sneaking about backstage, checking out all sorts of cool stuff. Go and check out the videos. They're all up there in the Patreon page. Plus, we have an exclusive interview with the legend himself, Fred Morrison. It's up there on Patreon right now. All you need to do is click support. And with each and every click, you get tons of extra content. As well as Big Rab Show Plus. I think Rab Show uh, Plus Episode 3 is going to be up shortly, actually. So there you go. If you want to know what we're doing on Big Rab Show Plus, head over there now and get tons of extra stuff over there on our Patreon page. Also, don't forget to get the merch. We've been real busy on the merch front, by the way. So again, shout out to everyone who's been buying our stuff. It's just been the best. You guys are awesome. Uh, If anything, what seems to be really popular at the minute is the Rab Show tiles. We have these like bar tiles that you can clip on to your uh, spawn or your belt or that. You know, they have little clips on them. So you can clip them on and take them with you, clip them to your kilt or whatever. And you can dry your hands, your sticks, you know, especially if the weather is wet or whatever. And you can use these tiles really handy. Saves them, you're rubbing your greasy hands all over your kilt. Come on, that's, yeah, nasty. So, yeah, buy our Rab Show tiles. You'll have it there and really useful Trust me, I've used it myself. <laughs> They're really, really useful. Also, our Rab Show baseball caps appear to be very uh, popular as well. We've sold quite a number of those. So, we've been dead busy with all the merchandise and stuff, selling tons of stuff on there. Go and check it out. It's on the rabshow.com. The big rabshow.com. All that stuff is up there now. Every purchase really does help support the show. Now, like I said, it's going to be a busy few weeks here on the Rab Show, so bear with us. Our social media will be incredibly busy over this next wee while. And uh, yeah, the story about that will unfold. I also have to go. We'll talk about it next week. It's going to be quite busy coming into the next few weeks. Because we will be rolling forward to our full season preview. Ho-ho! It's one of my favourite shows every year. I love doing this. Uh, So us and the Rab Show team, we look at every single grade. We look at every band within those grades. And we try and make predictions as to what we think the season will have in store for us. We make our own lists of bands that we think we're going to be worth watching. I know, hashtag lists again. But yeah, 
we're going to be putting together our full season preview and that will be coming up very very soon if actually we're in the middle of all the preparations for that so that's coming so if you do have any particular bands or that that you do think we should be watching this incoming season regardless of the grade that could be all the way down grade five all the way to grade one let us know what bands this incoming season that you'll be really keeping a sharp eye on so yeah who knows it may get included in our own season preview so there you go email us in biggrabshow at gmail.com that's it I am out the door. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do click that follow button or subscribe wherever you are. So then with each and every week, whenever we upload an episode, you'll get a ding, a little notification to let you know that we have uploaded another one. And yeah, don't forget our promo code for Rhythm Monster. For you drummers out there, as much as we're talking about drumming notation and everything, this is possibly one source that I may be going to to learn how to read drum notation. Head to Rhythm Monster. We're giving you 10% off with our promotion code, Big Rab Monster. 10% off your annual subscription or your monthly subscription once you sign up. 10% off. Thanks to listening to the podcast exclusively. So there you go. Big Rab Monster for your 10% off. That's it. I am out the door, folks. And I will see you here on the podcast again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best. <laughs>